We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Ryan Horvath. He's with me today. It is the Bart Winkler Show. It's the Friday show, so we get into our picks. We'll do that coming up. Uh, a couple of news and notes, Tim Allen style, that I want to get into. Oh. First, first on the agenda, my parents are okay. The sh- the town that Jim Cantori was in all day, uh, that's where they live. So Jim really? Cantori was flying around getting nailed by tree branches right in front of a bar that I've drank at with my parents. So are they planning on evacuating or are they staying? So they did not evacuate because they didn't know how bad it was going to be. Okay. So they got lit up on Wednesday. So they didn't know how bad it was going to be. They ended up staying in. They have these RV compounds. It's like storage units for RVs. Okay. And they're, they're, it's like a house where you put your RV. Some people have bars in there. Some people have bathrooms and whatever. So they were never like structurally in danger where they were. They got back to their house yesterday and uh, they found that there was quite a bit of damage, roof damage, and the pool was all jacked up inside the home. No water got in, I don't think. So they avoid the surge. It's livable, no water, no electricity. So they're basically going to be living in a hut, just like the rest of that portion of Florida for the time being. So they are safe, but they did get jacked up. Sucks. Prayers for everybody, man, because that's brutal. It's funny, not funny at all, but like I always, uh, I wanted to live in Florida when I was growing up because I would go to Florida all the time on vacation. My grandparents, right away in November, it would turn 50 degrees, and my grandma was like, nope, we're out of here. Too cold. And they would go to Florida. And uh, I was always like, man, I just love it here. But that's the only thing I don't think I could deal with. I mean, you have stuff everywhere, though. The Midwest, there's tornadoes. I guess here there's tornadoes. I don't really know. Everybody freaks out on the East Coast, man. Like, it rains, and people, like, can't come into work. There was an inch of snow, and everybody was, like, crashing into each other. I was like, where are these people from, Mars? But I'm glad to hear everybody's all right. Sucks about the roof and about the house, though, obviously. And Having to live in a hut doesn't sound very fun. Well, it's just insane that, like, weather is insane when you think about it, that all of a sudden you can just be going about your day and then – pressure and atmosphere and things form and then it intensifies and it's just coming right to your house and you're screwed it's crazy. yeah there's nothing you could do about it you can't outrun it um it's crazy like when i lived in iowa when i first got into the biz i told you like they would have me do everything so when i first got the job i was the sports director but i was also the backup news director 
And my boss, he's like, hey, have you ever chased a tornado before? And I thought he was effing with me. So I was like, <laughs> no, what is this, Twister? And he was like, oh, yeah, that's what I do. He's like, you know, we, uh, we're really big on, you know, he's like, they had like a huge storm, like a huge tornado hit Creston and it like really messed up the town because it's a small town. So now anytime there's a storm, they like sell all their advertisement off that though. Like when Oh yeah, well that's when people listen. Right. Well, it like rains and there I am like and shout out to Douglas Roof if your roof gets jacked up tonight, give him a call 414, you know, blah blah blah. But yeah, man, I, I hated that part of the job though, especially when there were like games on and I would see like there's just like a thunderstorm watch and I'd be like, "Oh crap, I'm going to get the call." So, I just started ignoring those calls or pretending that I was out of town. Very smart. Uh, that's yeah. a very good way to go. Um, sucked. A couple other things that I want to just take care of. I have started a charity called Bart for Hope. I am raising money for uh, kids that, that need it. I'm going to actually take all the proceeds and give it to my niece's soccer team out in Las Vegas so they can have a better field. Hey, oh, man, <laughs> that's your boy, Favre. It sucks because growing up, Favre's the reason I fell in love with football, other than like, you know, my family all. Yeah, no, there was like, I watched Favre and then I looked at my dad and I thought, somehow these are the same people. Yeah, I loved Favre, man. And uh, it sucks. Uh, but was he going to jail or what? I don't know what's happening with that because I feel like he's gotten out of a lot of crap lately, right? Like, and I do have to take my to- the Favre toys away from my kid, right? I do have to take all the starting lineups away. And so that's a good question lineup. because, like, all right. I don't even know if I want to go there, but like when, when like, for example, you know, like when we found out like Eric Clapton's kind of a crappy person, obviously Michael Jackson, you know, uh, allegedly not a great person. Uh, R Kelly is in prison, but when toya, 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 like when that, when like Billy Jean comes on every wedding I'm at, we still listen to Billy Jean. Michael Jackson probably wasn't a good person. So do we celebrate the career of Brett Favre? But hate Brett Favre, the person, is that possible? Well, it's interesting with Michael Jackson. I was just reading this about the Simpsons where he did that episode. Lisa, remember? it's Lisa, your birthday. Your birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. Uh, let me get into this. We're getting a call. So I'm going to take the call. No Limit Studios. What's up? You got to it's, uh, it's It's the Sean O'Connell. Sean, we're on live with Horvat again. Oh my goodness! I apologize. I was. I'll try. No, to- it's probably good. We were just talking about Michael Jackson. I think you did us a favor. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson did us a favor. Uh, in what way? No, you. You, did us, you did us a favor. We were about to get canceled. Well, he, he, okay, gotcha. Um, Ryan Horvat, I have a quick question for you. What is it? Um, would you be okay with? Coach Matt LaFleur looking a little bit more like Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy if it led to a championship? I'd prefer it. I'd stuff his face with all the uh, fish dinners and all the golden chicken possible and fatten him up a little bit, have him grow a beard. Maybe like don't. Maybe he doesn't brush his teeth for a couple weeks. Absolutely. I would, for a Super Bowl, I would turn in – to the fattest piece of crap, I would I would honestly let myself... I'm trying. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I wouldn't cut my hair, shave my beard, or brush my teeth for a year if it meant a Super Bowl. One more. But it needs to be uh, for Rodgers. Okay, all right. Because um, I have just finished listening to Bart's podcast from yesterday, and Grant Bills was tremendous. 
And um, I just felt like his Matt LaFleur take was spot on. And I don't think enough people are going along that route. Uh, I think uh, what Grant had the courage to say is Matt LaFleur really has to step up and put some big boy pants on. And I would like to, yeah, take it a step further and along those comments say that, yeah, maybe Matt needs to get off the treadmill or stair climber or elliptical, maybe start working on uh, scheming things a little bit better. And I don't think he needs to necessarily go full on Brett Bielema body style, but yeah, you know what? The, uh, the, the hot coach thing in the NFL has been done. Um, he should just try to be the bat- best Matt LaFleur he can be and let everybody else be, you know, the buff coach. So what you're saying is a little less time at the European Wax Center on the eyebrows, a little bit more time studying the play, getting, getting, getting set. Yeah, he needs so to get his ass so on, so on first and goal, we're not in shotgun with Rodgers throwing into double coverage, trying to hit Robert Tunyon. We just, we just run the ball, you know, from, I don't know, I formation under center. Yes, I think so. That would be preferable. I, uh, I, 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 I'm glad we're all tracking on the same page. And Bart, I'm glad your parents are doing okay. I hope they continue to be safe. Thanks, Sean. Good to hear from you, buddy. Thanks, Sean. Love you guys. See ya. See ya. Love you. Sean called in live at 402-915-BARD, 402-915-2278, where you can leave voicemails, and we'll get to it in later episodes. Back to Michael Jackson. What were we talking about again? The episode oh, yeah, yeah. That so we celebrate Brett Favre, the player. Like, can yeah. I show my son clips of Brett Favre and why I fell in love with football? Or do I just have to kind of like Major League Baseball? Hey, here's a great tie. And so Aaron Judge hit his 61st homer the other night, right? I don't give a crap. You know why? Because he didn't hit his 74th. Sure, the American League thing. No, he tied he tied the uh, seventh best all time home run leader. Exactly. It's worth right. Cutting like, into college football on a Saturday. Exactly, but but like this like is like it's my 1975. Point. I would care. Like, okay, let's say I'm Good sitting band. back. I'm sitting back, right, and I'm watching my uh, my nice uh, Pac-12 or no 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 my ACC game of the day. I got Wake Forest, Clemson. We're in overtime. I care if Aaron Judge is going for 74 or 73. It's not the home run record. We just pretend like these guys didn't exist. Like this whole era of baseball didn't exist. Like Brady. Anderson didn't lead off for the Orioles one season after hitting 16 dingers and hit 50 out of nowhere. And we tried to act like we didn't know what was going on. Everybody knew what was going on. You don't go from hitting 17 homers to 50 to 14 the next year again. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds. Those are my heroes right there. Yes, the steroids. No to cleanness. No to interrupting my college football Saturday ever again. That's all I have to say. The whole reason Michael Jackson allegedly wanted to do that episode on The Simpsons was that oh, yeah. he could show it to young kids as a way to lure them in. Jesus. So they have taken it out of circulation. They're this very proud really- of the episode. Yeah, so I just read this. The One of the Simpson guys was talking about it. He's like, we love the episode, but then we heard like what was going on, and we had to pull it. It's not on Disney+. Plus. You can't find oh, it. Super effed up. That's screwed up, man. Lisa, it's your birthday. Good song. Anyway, moving on. And he wrote Do the Bartman. Michael Jackson did? Yeah, everybody, if you can, do the Bartman. That doesn't surprise me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what else do you got on your news and notes? Uh, all I got left is that I want to tell you about Golden Chicken in Hales Corners, delivery and catering, 414-427-5500, as they bring us this week's picks. Uh, I guess last week I beat you. Did you really? Yeah, Cone gave an update. Cone Roller, at the end of Wednesday's show, he gave a very – he produced – if you didn't hear it, he produced a, uh, like, three-minute, like, Berman's fastest three minutes. Really? Yeah, so he went through all of our picks. I think you were like nine and six on the show. And I was like 12 and five. My record's inflated because the double cluck of the week counts double. And I lost the Bears one, but not by five like I said they would. Hmm. Okay. Well, we both had the Bengals on Thursday night, so we move on, right? Yep. Hey, you didn't even – I thought we had to talk – You. So golden chicken, I'm really jealous that I don't get any of that. If I was home right now, back in West Dallas, apartment 608, I would call 414-427-5500, or as the kids call it, 5500. And I would get myself probably like, just, I would order just, you know how there's the chicken dinners. I'm a huge fan of just breasts, chicken breasts, you know, I would order just like 12 breasts and they would do that for me. I'd get the large fry, mini tacos. I would end up dropping about 140 bucks at, at Golden Chicken right now. And they always have the best deals. But, uh, hey, shout out and rest in peace, Coolio. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Coolio passed away at the age of 59. I met Coolio before a Bucks game once. It was 90s night. And Coolio was there? I got yeah. Ja Rule and you got Coolio? Yeah, Coolio. Like, I went with my wife as a fan and I met him. It wasn't a media thing. And he had his hair braided and it looked like bucks antlers and i was like hey cool bucks and he's like what but that's just like how he braided his hair i did read one thing about coolio because remember coolio was i mean one two three four gangsta's paradise you know those are the two that any middle-aged white man can name off the top of his head but then i'll see you when you get there but then uh, well that's sad now but then weird al spoofed him and coolio was mad and i guess coolio was mad that he was mad about it he said that made me look stupid, and I feel bad about that. That was a funny song. It's good. Oh, Amish Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when you think about it, man, really sad, though, and way too young to pass 59 only 59. for Coolio. 
But when you think about it, he really only wanted to see 20 foul. So, Oof. no, he says, I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 20 foul? So at least he made it to 59. Did you see uh, Virgil uh, had a, a shout out on Twitter? No. The Coolio? Can you, please, can you please check it out on Twitter today? It's honestly. What's Virgil's I'll, Twitter? Here, I'll I'll fill. Uh, I, here, I liked it. I, I wanted to retweet it, but I thought it might get me fired, to be honest with you. <laughs> It's is that bad, Virgil? No, I don't think it's that bad. I'm just, you know, I'm for the kids these days. Uh, it's the real Virgil, at the real Virgil. Oh, should I read it? I mean, you can if you want. The real Virgil? Yeah. Uh, he says, Man, Coolio, my brother, we hit it all across the land, man. I'm broken about this. Here is some blonde begging us both for some meat sauce. R.I.P. my bro. Then there's just some random lady in the middle of them. Yeah. It's like... And then the first comment was, this is not how I should find out that Coolio is dead. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of people saying that that's how they want to be eulogized. And I kind of agree, man. You know, I kind of want to agree. Anyway, sad news. Got that during the show. Shout out to Coolio. Gangster's Paradise was an absolute jam for like three summers, I feel. Also, uh, saw a lot of people crapping on Dangerous Minds. I was always a fan of that movie. Kind of like reminds me of my mom because it's like her life every single day, you know, and uh, she was really into that movie. I still am pissed that they kill Emilio, though. Spoiler alert. Big time spoiler alert. Come on. Yeah, Emilio's dead. Uh, All right, let's go to the picks. Let's go to Sunday. Uh, We have a early morning game. It's our first London game of the week. There is another London game. Next week with the Packers. It's my is that next week? That's my birthday. Yeah, dog. I want to go for my birthday, but unfortunately, nobody bought me tickets. Well, we've got Viking Saints. I know we do. We do. Uh, Man, I was thinking I was on the Saints. Okay, but with it being in London, because I'm taking no matter what, I'm taking the Packers. They're not going. Doesn't matter who they're playing next week. They're not going to London. The Green Bay Packers are not going to London and losing. That's not happening. So Packers are guaranteed win. Unless Next. they play the 49ers, yeah. Uh, so the Vikings and the Saints in London? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings, two-and-a-half-point favorites now. London, the the first London game is always like some guy steps up. Like, remember the year Mercedes Lewis had three touchdowns for Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Like, before people are even awake, they're like, Mercedes Lewis did what? Yeah. I'm in my sweatpants with a half chub buying eggs guys pretty much a left tackle he scored three touchdowns today yeah what's the line on it two and a half minnesota favored uh opened at one and a half so they're getting a little steam here i i I bet the vikings i hate to do it man but Jameis looks i didn't know if Jameis. i mean Jameis isn't even practicing nobody saw him and i guess he says he's going to play but He's looked awful. He's looked good for one quarter, one half, you could say, against Atlanta in that comeback win, but he looked like dumped the first half. I'm a little worried because I have a substantial amount of money on them over eight and a half wins, kind of like I had a bunch of money on your stupid Brewers to win the NL Central, minus 180, those bums. Luckily, I hedged off with the Cardinals. Hate the Brewers. I hope Yeah, it's pretty sweet. They took a picture on uh, the field at American Family, a team photo. Uh, I'm rooting for the Phillies, by the way. Sorry. Just cooler team. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber. Like, who the hell do I care about on the Brewers, outside of the pitchers? Uh, What about uh, Luis Urias, your guy? Don't care. Uh, Omar Narvaez? He could knock on my door right now, and I wouldn't know who the hell he is. 
<laughs> I love Corbin uh, Burns because he would always let me interview him when he was bad. I like, yeah, I like, uh, I like the Saints. Really? I would take the Saints. I think the Vikings to bring up the Brewers. The Vikings, the chatter that I've seen, they're being very Brewersy right now. They're worried too much about their schedule. Remember the Brewers in the first half of the season were like, well, we have three 10-game road trips, three of them. That was hard. The Vikings are already bitching about when their bye is. Mm-mm. Saints. Give me the Saints. Huh. All right. We'll see. Kurt, it's not. And it's they not- say, when the Saints go marching into London town. All right. You going with the schedule or you want me to go with the schedule? I don't even know who's playing who. All right, I got you. I, let's, go, <laughs> let's go Sunday noon kickoff your time, 1 p.m. my time on the East Coast with the rest of the scumbags. The Buffalo Bills opened up as four-point favorites. That's went down. I grabbed this at three and a half, and I took the Baltimore Ravens. At what home. a game. Wow. Three-point dogs. Dude, Buffalo, um, Buffalo is great, right? But that game against Miami was insane. Uh, their offense was on the field for like four hours. And on defense, defensively, the secondaries beat the crap. Micah Hyde done for the year, which really sucks. I love him. Trey White's not back. They had five starters missing last week, four in the secondary. And Lamar Jackson's playing like an MVP, pushing the ball down the field. The only thing that scares me, I like the over in this game, too. I know the total's high, 51. But neither, like the Ravens' secondary's all beat up. You saw that last week. Even Devontae Parker was creating separation. Give me the, uh, give me the, uh, Ravens to cover three and a half. I'll still play it at three. That's what I was trying to think because it's down to three. I'll still play it at three. I'm going to take Baltimore too. I really like the Bills, and they may only end up with like four losses, but they're going to be two and two, I think. The Bills, after the first two games, everyone's saying Super Bowl, which again is very possible, Mm -hmm. but then they played a hot Miami team, and now they've got the Ravens with Lamar cooking right now. And I think the Bills are going to lose, and then people are going to fake worry, and we know how good the Bills are. But, um, yeah, I just I, I think that when the Bills were 2-0, and there were a bunch of articles written like the Bills are good, but you don't know how good they are. I mean, they're way better than – I think I think there's going to be a 2-2, two and two, and then there's going to be some fake panic, and then the Bills will finish like 13-4 and four or something. Yeah. But, they're I, yeah, I like the Ravens this week too. You know what's funny is when guys are like – the people that like half watch the games are like, you don't understand how good the Bills are. Mm-hmm. But actually you don't understand how – the Bills might not be as good as you think. And don't get me wrong, they're great. But early down, early downs, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Josh Allen, it's third and nine, third and ten. And, yes, he has a rocket for an arm and he can make plays with his legs. But it's hard to do that every single week. And it's going to be tough to do that, like, against a healthy Chargers team, which we might not see a healthy Chargers team. But with the pass rush, I don't know, man. I could see somebody knocking off the Bills. They're not They're not perfect. The offensive line's shaky. They already have injuries. And they're beat up on the defensive side of the ball already. And it's only week three. Same thing with the Chargers. You know, like the Chargers are an all-star team on paper, but now Joey Bosa's done for a while. J.C. Jackson has. Yeah, I'm ready to write them off. Herbert's right now. Yeah. Oh, dude, I bet the Chiefs. Chiefs were still minus one time to win the division. I still trust Mahomes. I love Herbert, but I Patrick Mahomes. Anyway, uh, we move on. Jacksonville, Philadelphia. Here's another game that I bet. I'm probably on the wrong side here. You know, but I, I bet the Jags. I love this Jags team. It opened at seven, so I grabbed plus seven down to six and a half i do like having the full touchdown on the road trevor lawrence is playing really good football defensively they're very underrated they're the only team in the national football league right now that's top 10 dvoa and offense and defense the jags which shows you how bad urban was 
which is why I get a kick when I watch every Saturday and all these different college fan bases are chanting for him, like Nebraska. Urban sucks. He, he's where he belongs. Right on TV, uh, though. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I love I him. I don't like how they're not, like, poking fun at him, though. They were a little bit. Now they took all the signs away. No, I mean, like, if I'm, like, Brady Quinn or Matt Leinart and I'm already mediocre at my job, I would at least get some jabs in it, Urban. I'd be like, hey, don't kick me as you walk by me. I'm not a Jacksonville kicker. I'd be like, hey, keep your fingers away from my butt. Anyway, Jags <laughs> plus six and a half. Philly's uh, great, though. Philly's really good. Jalen, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Philly to win and uh, the Jags to cover. That's too big of a line. Yeah, I I'm almost want to take Jacksonville to win. Do it. But there's got to be one undefeated team after all this nonsense, right? And the Eagles are really I'll great. take the Eagles to win, Jacksonville to cover. You know where the Eagles are the best at in the trenches? I just licked my finger and put it in my ear. Yeah, I really wish that I was listening on podcast form right now. Uh, Cleveland, Atlanta. Here's another one I bet. I bet like every game in the NFL this week. I love the board. I bet Cleveland plus two and a half. I'm sorry. I bet Atlanta plus two and a half at home. They're down to one and a half. I love watching. This is crazy. I love watching Atlanta offensively. Mariota looks really good. He's actually moving the ball down the field yesterday or last week, I should say. They figured out how to use Kyle Pitts. They were using him out of the backfield. Patterson's still awesome. I thought maybe there would be a drop-off. And then I'm jealous. I wish we had Drake London. He's awesome already. I know people said, oh, he can't create separation. He's really, really good. Defensively, they suck. But I think they'll be able to score enough points. I think Atlanta wins this game, which is a little scary because they're already 1-2, and and I bet them under 4.5 wins. They're a lot more fun than I expected, man. Arthur Smith finally has his guy, Marcus Mariota. Who would have thunk it? Have we agreed on all the picks so far, I feel? I think we have. Yeah, we have, actually. And it's one and a half the spread? It's down to one and a half. We got to play the consensus line. Atlanta may close as the favorite. Double clock of the week goes to the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take them to win by at least three points. Remember, I'm 0-2 in my double clucks of the week. So how'd you beat me last week then? Don't you get don't you get charged extra points or some crap? Yeah, I don't care. Golden Chicken and Hales Corners delivery and catering 414-427-5500. They bring you our picks, including this week's double cluck cluck of the week, Atlanta, led by a really like good fantasy team. They they will score you fantasy points. Patterson in London, and now Pitts is back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Mariota is a good, cheap option for you on the DFS. Let's go. He's also DTF, if you know what I mean. And I'm going to call him this week only. I've been so good calling him the Falcons. This week, I'm going to call him the Falcons. the Falcons. Let's go, Falcons. What is it supposed to be? Fal. Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about my coffee cup? Uh, it says Die Hard Fan Club for the Chicago Cubs. We got the power. We got the speed. And I'm going to do a classic joke for those of you on YouTube. What do you think about my coffee cup? It's me giving the middle finger. What does that mean, Bart? You want to say it so uh, all of our friends that are driving their kids to school can hear the bad words and the bad messages from Bart Winkler? I don't not. I uh, I do I don't I do not want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I want to remind you, okay, about what's coming up at Chiefs Motor House out in Shinigua Papuka in uh, West Allops tonight, where we have dollar beers, right? Yep. Two dollar Jello shots, 
$3 lines of key bumps and cocaine. And we're mm-hmm. all going to get on our Harleys right after and just speed. Oh, home it's not Harley weekend. weekend. This week is the go-kart poker run. Oh, my bad. We're going to do go-karts all over the town Wait. of. Hold on. Crendon. Wait a minute. No, because it's 11 night. It's it's September 29th. I thought tonight was cigar. Today was cigar lunch. What's well, the 30th? Today is the 30th. I'm kind of glad my lungs accidentally inhaled way too much cigar smoke at the last one. Anyway, Tennessee takes on Indianapolis. Your Titans are on the road. Big win for the Titans. I loved it, even though I bet the Raiders. I'm rooting against the Raiders every week because Devontae chose to cost us the Super Bowl. I want him to go 0-17. I love Devontae. I want Which to is fine. Like some The Packer fans are doing this again. Last week they did it about Bakhtiari. How dare you say Bakhtiari may never play? Uh, it looked like he may never play. And now they're like, how can, you, how can you root against Devontae? Because he chose to leave, dude. Yeah, I root against Devontae. I root for Devontae, the person. I want him to stay healthy. I want him to catch all the passes. I'll continue to bet his anytime touchdowns. But I want his team to go 0-17. He went back with his friend. He said all this weird stuff. He had to walk back everything he said about like, how good Derek Carr is. They have the number one spot for the draft right now. Yeah. Whatever. We're terrible. We got Quay. He's awesome. He's yeah. all over the field. My take is that the Green Bay Packers are one speedster receiver. He doesn't even have to be good away from being the Super Bowl champion. So Watson? They need yeah, Christian Watson maybe could be that guy. He's hurt. Know. He's got, he's got to stay. I mean, yeah, he's hurt way too much. He guy got hurt before training camp. Uh, anyway, Tennessee, three and a half point dogs on the road. Tennessee. Colts. How about Colts? My big bet of the week. They won me a bunch of ducats and they won that game outright against the chiefs. They shouldn't have though. They look like crap. Three and a half point favorites. I took them on the money line. I don't think I would trust the three and a half, but I do think the Colts win. I'm waiting on that though. I might buy back and grab myself some Indianapolis. I'm sorry, some Tennessee plus three and a half because Jonathan Taylor, for the first time in his life today, didn't practice. Did not practice, Bart. He practiced Yesterday. every day in grade school, every day in high school. Yeah. You want to know what takes that's that's heart. That's determination right yeah. there. Allen Iverson could learn something from Jonathan right. Taylor. Right. Former Badger. Well, you know what I always said, and I don't Over know if you've heard this before, but I kind of think that practice makes perfect. Toppers. Yeah. You know, the more you practice, the better you become. Uh, so what's what's the what's the situation here? What's the line? The, Col- the Colts are three and a half point favorites at home. So what's because last week the Titans theory worked. Everyone quit on the Titans and they won again. Yeah, it beat the Raiders. So what do people think the Titans are going to do this week? Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans to win. Really? Yeah, because it's an in Indy. Yeah, it's an in Indy. Yeah, everyone's going to overrate that win against the Chiefs. That. They cost themselves because they decided not to go for points at the end of the first half. Yeah, the Chiefs, man, they were messing around way too much in that game. The fake field goal, which made no sense. They muffed a couple punts. Yeah, I like Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, I like it. Jets, J-E-T-S. We get Zach Wilson back. He was God, Mike Greenberg's favorite team, baby. He was worth to the spread a half of a point, a hook. The Jets were three-and-a-half-point dogs. With Thunder Joe, three-point dogs, Zach Wilson. How come when my show ends, I'm doing a podcast in my basement, and then when Mike Greenberg's show ends, he gets three new shows? I don't know. I don't either. Why? I mean, why does he? 
I don't want to say anything mean. Here. Uh, I'm not the biggest Greeny fan. I think he kind of just. I could probably be on instead. Of I didn't like. Fan. I didn't like Mike and Mike. I was a big SVP and Rosillo fan because all they would do would just bitch about Mike and Mike and how they had like a big budget and they were actually watching games. So team SVP and Rosillo for life. When that show broke up, man, broke my heart, dude. I felt. You know what else broke, you know what else broke my heart? The Pittsburgh Steelers opening up as three-point favorites in this game against the Jets. I, I bet the Jets actually in this game, but I think the Steelers are the right side. I'm rooting for Zach Wilson to succeed, man, with all those weapons. I'm taking the Jets because of my Pittsburgh principle. I will never take Pittsburgh this year. I will bet ATS on them every time. What about when Kenny Pickett takes over, though? Then I might change my mind. What about this one? Pickett should be starting week one. We'll skip over the Packers. He should James. have been their starter. Oh, I agree. Trubisky sucks. You know who else sucks? Well, Trubisky's fine, but the plan isn't – I don't Get know. The plan is pick it. Just like Fields should have started every game last year for Chicago to get all this stuff out of the way. All this stuff that he's doing this year, he could have been doing last year, and this year he could have been better. Can I be a jerk? Yeah. Why do you defend the Jordan Love pick now then? Why does everybody on social media no. defend this pick? Because you draft a quarterback in the first round. You move up for a quarterback in the I first round. I don't like round. the Jordan Love pick. You play him on a rookie deal. It oh, cost him a Super Bowl. You just hate Rodgers. No, the Jordan Love pick probably cost him a Super Bowl. I you, the pick. If, if T. Higgins is wide receiver number one, do you think that A, Devontae leaves if he actually has some help? Or B, do you think if T. Higgins is wide receiver number one, the, the Packers won the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, maybe. Jordan Love, Jordan Love, that pick cost him at least one Super Bowl. And the only way to make that pick right, I'll say it again, is for Rodgers to win one and then Love to win at least two. Otherwise, the pick's bad. Like, I'll say this, like, it looked good. Jordan Love can be a success. The pick inherently is still bad. Jordan Love is, I, I hate to be this guy. I don't even want to go there. Jordan Love, I don't think he's going to be a success, though. I think he's... But now, the longer this goes, that's every year you could have drafted another guy like Jordan Love. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. You know, may, I'm rooting for Jordan Love eventually to take Roger's yeah, job. I am, too, and I want him to be good. The don't. pick... Like, when's that happen? When he's 29 years old? Like, Rodgers... Even if, even if Jordan Love ends up winning a Super Bowl, people will come at you and I because we spent the whole COVID summer bitching about Love because that's all we could talk about without alienating softies so we talked about that no and and then you know yeah trust yeah. me i want all i wanted to talk about was the the spread and the virus but no you wouldn't let me so you wanted jordan love so justin turner getting covid in world series game six remember that yeah i do actually remember that he's just kissing his wife on the field and then he comes back it's like i thought this was a thing they had a graphic for it. It's like Justin, it's like, you know, Dodgers World Series champions, Justin Turner test positive for COVID. And I'm like, oh, word. And then all of a sudden he's just tongue kissing his wife. And I'm like, bro, like when my wife had COVID, I moved out of the house pretty much. Like when I had COVID, I didn't leave the bedroom. I'm not French kissing my wife. Anyway, these are two crap teams. Seattle plays Detroit. Although Detroit's fun. I shouldn't throw them in the crap list. Anymore. What's the line here? Detroit's favored by four. I would only, I bet the over in this game, over 48. I would only bet Detroit. Introducing the brand new 
triple cluck of the week. Detroit by four, make it eight, make it 12. The Detroit Lions will double-digit hammer the Seattle Seahawks into submission. It's the golden chicken triple cluck of the week. Inhales corners with delivery and catering. 414-427-5500. Buck, 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 Tell them Ryan Horvath sent you. You're going with the Lions? Buck, 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 Yeah, I don't hate it, actually, to be quite honest with you. I don't hate it at all. I went with the uh, Packers in my – oh, I won Survivor again last week. I took – I ended up staying off the Bengals because I want to use them against Atlanta. I think that's next week or the week after. But uh, I took the Vikings, man, and they were down two scores in the fourth quarter. Ooh. I was peeing my pants. I took the Packers this week because Brian Hoyer is the starting quarterback for the Patriots. Now, I was seeing that someone some, – there's some Mac Jones speculation, but I, he's not playing. I don't give a crap if it's Mike Jones, 414. Who? 281-330-8005. That's how many points we're going to score in this game. I like the over. Give me the Lions. I'm with you. Uh, hey, hey, Tom Brady ain't walking through that door. No. I bet the Fighting Tobies this weekend, plus four, it's down to three. I still like them a little bit. Dallas getting a bunch of love with Cooper. What a rush. I think Washington. Where's the game? It's in Dallas. It's in Jerry's world. I think Washington wins outright. Uh, I kind of want to ride that. Give me one of those games where Wentz goes off for like 350, three touchdowns. Terry McLaurin pops off the milk carton, catches a couple of them. Washington at least covers this game. Toby's happy for a day. And then he comes on the podcast and tells us about Scott Turner's offense. <laughs> I caught a little bit of Undisputed this week with Skip and Shannon. Oh, Christ. Why? And Skip was saying already. I mean, of course he's saying this. He's saying that the Cowboys are better with Cooper Rush. You know, I don't watch anything. I don't watch any of these shows. <laughs> I, I don't work, so I do. No, I mean, and I don't like I don't even leave for work until five o'clock. I sometimes don't even I watch Game Pass all day long, pretty much. Condensed version, all 22, or the TV just stays off. I hate everybody. I do too. Uh, I'm trying to think I'm like, oh, I got to tune in. Like, I love SVP, but he's on at night and I'm driving home. So, well, I hope people like me because I like you. On, uh, week two of this podcast. And I like the big unit. I like we'll do a Randy Johnson. Yeah, remember when he killed that bird, though? Man, I was pissed. Yeah, he was like really sad about it. I'm team birds. Can I tell you something about a bird quick? Oh, yeah, I got to tell you about what I was going to say about the Packers. I just remembered. Go on. I was leaving daycare the other day, and there was a bird just sitting there. And I thought he was just sitting there. And then someone else went and looked at it, and I was already in my car. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's got a broken leg. The bird? Yeah, so then I felt like I had to do something. And then he and the other lady that were by this bird, you, you could see it on their faces. Like, someone else is here. I can't just leave this bird. What do we do? So all of a sudden now we're like team bird so they're figuring out which humane society to call or whatever and i just like slowly shut the door and slowly drove away yeah as you should and then i saw the guy the next day and i gave him a wave and he was i think i think he thinks poorly of me because i didn't help save the bird f that bird a birds are like it was like grandma tiniest bird you could imagine he had a little leg broke. Like his life's over. You might as well just <laughs> call it. 
My my grandma, she uh, hated birds, but like, I I feel like I was always told like birds are like really ger- like disgusting and germ filled. Like you don't touch birds anyway. So I wouldn't save that bird either. You know what's funny though? Here in Maryland, man, like the birds when you go out to eat and you eat eat outside, they just like they're everywhere. Like birds are everywhere here. My grandma yeah. would hate it. And they just come and like they sit. They're like they're fearless. They like come right up next to you. So. The other day we went to this Mexican restaurant and I get these like three steak burritos and these things are huge. So there's always like leftover steak and I was just taking it and like feeding the birds. And so like the owner of the restaurant came out and all these birds were just like walking around with pieces of steak in their mouth. And he was like, what the fuck? Now these birds are, what the, sorry, what the heck, you know, <laughs> now, now these, now these birds are going to be coming back to my restaurant. Now it's not my wife got a kick out of it. Oh, really quick on the Packers offense. Cause I know that people listen to this and they'll be like, how about clearly they didn't watch the game against the Bucks. We don't need a number one wide receiver. We don't need Devontae Adams. But like, yeah, I like how Rogers spread the ball around and it's looked all right. But dude, he is not moving the ball down the field. There's no deep threat. And they scored 14 points. And you could say, I know they should have scored another touchdown if Aaron Jones doesn't fumble the ball and cost me some money on my anytime touchdown prop, by the way. But I mean, this is an Aaron Rodgers run offense. They should be scoring like at least 20 six to 28 a game. So I think that they're a wide receiver away. I, I will, I will maintain that position. You maintain that position and I'll, you don't uh, care about accordingly. Do you care about the wide receiver room a little bit? Like Sammy Watkins is dead already as, as predicted. I even said like every year I tweet out, he gets hurt week two. Why would we do this to ourselves? Cobbs look good, but is he going to be able to continue this? Lazard is solid. The real deal. I'll call him Christian Watson already can't stay healthy. Romeo Dobbs might be the best wide receiver in that room. I just think it's going to be, you know, right now Dobbs is the flavor, but in a couple of weeks it'll be Watson and Dobbs might be hurt or he might have a game where he doesn't do anything. And then Alan Lazard is a big day. And then Cobb is like a six for 90 with the score. And it's a Renaissance day and he goes to the podium. It's just going to be different guys every week. Hopefully Robert Tunyon stops uh, running. Like he runs a five, nine 40 and can like show his speed again. Yeah. I mean, that would be nice. I think uh, what what would be your pitch for OBJ to move to Wisconsin? What would you offer him? I would offer him some golden chicken and Hale's corners and tell him that delivery is always available and catering is 24-7. And you could call 414-427-5500. I don't know what else I would be able to give him, though. What would I be able to offer him in Green Bay that he can't get in Los Angeles? Or He's going to end up being a bill, probably. Like, they need to uh... God, what would, what would my real pitch to OBJ be? I'd say poker run tickets, cigar dinners. I'd say, look, you've got better options. I'd remind him. Isn't sometimes life taking about the worst option? Come to Green Bay. I tell him that I know two people that literally saved the Brewers they were, or the Bucks. They were about to move. You out need to dial it back. Just a hey, let's, let's talk some games. I got I got crap to do today. The Chargers on the road, five-point favorites. This opened up at seven. It's all the way down to five. They're in Houston playing those scrappy Texans who are 0-2-1 on the season, but they do nothing but cover. Um, Dude, I mean, if the seven was there, I'd probably take Houston at five. The Chargers are already beat to crap, man. I mean, Joey Bosa's out now for an extended period of time. JC Jackson hasn't been fully healthy. Would you have made Herbert play last week? No, he's 
it made me uncomfortable. That's the most uncomfortable I've been watching a football game since one time I watched Jay Cutler play against the Detroit Lions with a torn groin. And like you could tell like his his nuts hurt and it didn't look comfortable at all. And it made me uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to watch the game anymore. That's how I feel watching Herbert right now. But he's still better than Jordan Love, even at 60%. Boom, got it in. I'm taking the Chargers minus five, though. The Texans suck. Is Brandon Staley a good coach? No. I I got to take. I think Sean Payton will be the Chargers head coach next year. Because this team right now, they're one and two. I know it's too early to call, but like, like they look like that team. Like, remember the Eagles years back and Vince Young was the backup and he called them the dream team. And on paper, they should have went like 15 and one, but instead they missed the playoffs that year. That could be the Chargers, man. Herbert's never won yet. And I hate to, I, it was like when people were like, the Ma Jackson's never won a playoff game. Hey, he's 24 years old. Pump the brake, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Lamar Jackson's never beat Mahomes. It's always something with Lamar, by the way. Giannis has never won a finals. He's 25. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, no crap. He's playing with Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton. You know, he's got Joe Prunty as his head coach, right? And Jason Kidd is his head coach right now. But, I mean, this team is like falling apart already, and it's only week three. Everybody's dead. So, hey, hold on. We got Mike the Painter calling. He's mad because. Do you hear me? Mike, we're live, bud. You thought I was dogging you or what? No, I was just kidding. We are live. I was going to leave a voicemail, but that's cool. Don't, I, wouldn't you I, rather I have the real thing? You're live with Ryan Horvath. Oh, hey, Ryan. Long time no here in person. What's up, Mike? How are you? How's the, hey, how's the painting going? It's going great, man. It's beautiful outside, and I'm enjoying being outside right now, and yeah, no, it's going great. What are you working on for the people? Ah, DC. Yeah, keep both talking at the same time. That's great. No, I don't want to do that. Mike, what did you call? What was your voicemail about? I I was just going to leave it. I just called. What what was it going to be about? I was calling to talk about your dad and uh, the hurricane and uh, wishing him well. Oh, he'll appreciate that. Uh, They are fine. The house took some damage on the exterior. They can still live inside, so they'll be fine. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Do they that's need what a- I was actually going to call about. So nothing sports related because there isn't really nothing happening yet. We'll see. It. There's nothing happening. No, only Bielema coming back to uh, Wisconsin and the Brewers in a pennant race again, and the Packers have a big game. Pretty slow time of the year. Aaron Judge hit yeah, number fifty-one. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, are you going to do some, um, like, uh, fantasy stuff too, or no? No. Like, just <laughs> like, you know, like some, you know, sleepers and, you know, some top players that you might want to pick up type stuff or no? No. With, uh, with your buddy? Why not? I got some sleepers. I like, uh, you ever hear that Justin Jefferson kid? I like him this week. No, Never. I got yeah, some no, sleepers. I got a real good sleeper. My left what hand. What about this one? His name's, I think it's, is it T. Huggins? <laughs> oh, That's called Bart. the stranger, Bart. Oh, Your yeah. left hand is the stranger. <laughs> All right, Mike. Oh, man. I, I, hey, I appreciate uh, you taking me and putting me on live, but uh, we got to get in touch and uh, we'll talk after the Packer game. 
Let's break down some stuff. Yeah, I'm going to try. I think I'm going to go live again after the Packer game. What? uh, Right after the Packer game? That's my plan. I'll try and call in. All All right. All right. You guys have a great day. See you, Mike. See you, Mike. Bye. Bye. I was looking at my phone because I was looking up coaches. Um, and I was going to tell you the worst head coach in the league is in the following group of people. It's either Ron Rivera, no. Pete Carroll, no, Kyle Shanahan, no, Robert Sala, no, Brandon Staley, no. Josh McDaniels, maybe Nathaniel Hackett, sucks, Zach Taylor, sucks, Matt Rule. Oh my God, sucks. Or Arthur Smith. No, Arthur Smith. Or Cliff Kingsbury. I still put him in there. Oh my God, dude. I watched that game back. You know when the Cardinals. That's the bottom half of the league in coaches. You know what Kingsbury reminds me of? He sucks. It reminds me of McCarthy at the end of his run when Green Bay's offense would always look really good. Like when Rodgers would just say F it and run the two minute drill. And all of a sudden, like they can't score. They can't do anything. We're down three scores. And then in the second half, teams going to prevent and Rodgers is slinging the pill all over the place, putting up 300 yards, and we nearly win or we win the game. That's what I feel when I watch Arizona. Like, every game they win, I feel like Kyler is doing something ridiculous, like scrambling around the pocket for, like, a full Friends episode and then, like, running for a two-point conversion <laughs> or touchdown. But, like, any like you watch Cliff call plays, it sucks, and especially without DeAndre Hopkins on the field. He sucks. I don't. I want to know how the hell he got that job. He sucked calling plays in college. He was a terrible coach. He never did he ever have a winning season in the NFL. He has. He sucks. And but Matt Rule, oh man, there are so many coaches that are bad. This is what I've been talking about a little bit this week. Is I'm told my whole life that if you're a football coach, you know more than I'll ever like. You'll forget more than I'll ever know. And it looks like if you took a subsection of people in America, if you want to separate it by race religion by creed by sexuality by job profession by whatever no matter what the 32 men that make up the national football league coaches are collectively the dumbest subsection of people in the entire country there's no question about it to me yeah these are horrendously overworked over uh appreciated they are they are collectively just dumb humans right there's some good ones we are set to praise them and it's so important in the national football league like look at those last couple years with mccarthy compared to the 313 and three seasons lafleur has already put together look at look at jacksonville dude they're two and one i know and it's early on but they look like a real football team compared to what urban meyer had them looking like look at phil i mean the next uh, the next dumbest by the way is baby boomers and Zach Taylor coached in a Super Bowl last year. Still sucks. And that's that that's the excuse why he'll continue to have a job, even though T. Higgins and Burrow and Joe Mixon have already thrown him under the bus this year because he sucks. Who are you taking in this game between the um Remember when you could work for 35 hours a week and get a McMansion and uh afford three cars and the wife didn't have to work, and then now you have to have four jobs and nine gigs just to afford an apartment? Uh-huh. Yeah, my apartment is expensive as all crap. I'm very attempt. Uh, I'm very tempted to get back in the DoorDash game after I retired this week. Yeah, why do you send me notice? Because it's just weird. 
Are you like the Undertaker where you're just gonna like retire and then come back all the time though? I might. That's what Ric Flair does. Who are you taking? The Texans or the Chargers? I think I'm gonna take the Texans. Okay. To win or to cover? To cover. Plus five. All right. Here, here's a barn burner. Bears Giants. Two two and one teams. Ooh, give me the Giants all day, big blue. Yeah, but Daniel Jones sucks. I disagree. Daniel Jones ran for like 80 yards the other day. You know what? His receivers really let him down the other night. I don't think he's Sterling Shepard's dead. I think Justin Fields sucks too. Hey, why what why do I have on my seven fantasy leagues, two of them dynasty? Why do I have Kadarius Tony on four leagues if he's never gonna play? I don't know. What's why the deal? Other than Saquon. Saquon. One league I have Shepard, uh, the other guy, Slayton, and why? 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 I don't know. Why? Daniel Jones is the quarterback. Well, I won't quit on Tony. He was a Florida Gator. I can see the Bears winning this game. I don't even know. Justin Fields, I think he needs to force his way out of Chicago. I think he could be all right, actually. I They won't even let him throw the ball anymore. He's attempted 11 passes the last two weeks. Give me a uh, man. Give me the Giants, I guess. Gross. I say gross. Yeah. I bet them over six and a half wins, like four units. Well, I love the Giants. Uh, Saquon's back. People yeah. don't know that him and Miles Sanders share the same backfield at Penn State. The same people do forget about Matthew Stafford and Clayton Kershaw not only going to high school together, but rehabbing together this offseason. And also, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts were in the same recruiting cycle and became really good friends, and now they're playing together. And Peter North, before he was a porn star uh, with the longest – pop shots ever he was actually a minor league baseball player and so was macho man randy savage rest in peace also rest in peace if they missed the beginning of the pod new audience every five minutes uh r.i.p to coolio and uh people forget that the tall redhead on the college years of boy meets world eventually did go into pornography and was very successful i watched it she's tall (laughs) cardinals uh hit the road and they take on the carolina panthers this weekend the cardinals Actually opened up in this game as one and a half point favorites, but because Cliff Kingsbury sucks, they are now two point dogs on the road. Dude, God, I like Baker too, but he's so bad. These Baker's very bad. I'm willing to say that. I feel like I wish we could not pick this game. I would bet if I had to bet this game, which I wouldn't. God, I think I'd take Arizona plus two. I can't even give you a reason why. Like Christian McCaffrey looks like he's cooked. Baker sucks. He makes a couple plays per game, and you're like, ooh. And then you're like, nah, sucks. He's like five foot three, too. Defensively, they're all right. I love Brian Burns. Yeah, I, but I guess I got to go with Arizona because Kyler, like I said, Kyler could do some amazing crap. And I know we rag on Kyler, but he's really fun to watch. This is my golden chicken cheddar jalapeno poppers uh, game of the week, as in I'd rather stick jalapeno poppers in my eyes than watch this contest. I will also take Arizona with you. Golden Chicken inhales corners, delivery and catering. 414-427-5500. 414-427-5500. Disclaimer, though, do not uh, stick the hot poppers in your eyes. Just don't watch the game. Just watch the Red Zone channel. Get your touchdown updates for your fantasy team. Denver, two-and-a-half-point dogs hitting the road, taking on the Vegas the Raiders. The Fighting Devontes, 0-3 this season. Denver has looked awful. Two and one. 
very poorly coached so far. It's early, but this is a really tough game to me. You have to make a phone call for somebody to come help you after two weeks. It's not really looking good. No, this is a really tough game. Like does Russell Wilson like actually look good for the first time in five years or does Derek Carr look good for the first time ever? That's a great question. I am going to go with, I kind of want to go with the Raiders. I'm going to bet the Broncos here plus two and a half. I think I'm waiting for, I want a three. I don't think I'll get it in this game. So for show pick's sake, I'll take Denver. But if I get a three, I might actually bet Denver in this game. I think Vegas really. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Denver because the Raiders are bad, bad. The Broncos are like funny, bad and funny, bad teams. Like you could have the bills at two and two. And then the Broncos at three and one this week. Also, we took the Giants, but the Bears could win that game and the Bears could be three and one. So there's going to be some really good teams sitting at two and two after the weekend. And there'll be some really bad, bad teams somehow at three and one. And that's why I'll take Denver in a funny game. That's why I love betting, man, because these teams, they'll go three and one, four and one, and then they'll get too much respect in the market and I'll be able to fade the crap out of them. Like this is my Rami Makhlouf, my Rami Makhlouf game of the week. Do you want to go watch Rami Makhlouf at the laughing, uh, laughing tap? Just flesh out the jokes that Bart set up for him on their weekly segment. Check out the laughing tap and Rami Makhlouf when he's in town. It's my laugher of the week. Is Rami in town this weekend? No. Oh, I was going to say, maybe I'll fly in first class. like Fergie. But if you missed that episode, go back and listen. The great thing about these podcasts is you can go back and listen. Hey, I like how I didn't beat you last week, yet I gave the people two free winners. How about my Oregon State Beavers? They should have beat USC outright. And then how about my Colts on the money line against the Chiefs? Tough crowd, Rob. How about my, I said the Badger game would be over by seven. Yeah, I faded the hell out. Dude, Graham Mertz sucks. Bad. Hey, Paul Chris sucks, too. Yeah, he's anyway. probably going to be. Either Paul Chris and Council are both gone in the next two years, or they're going to be... Coaching until my son uh, is doing podcasts when he's a 39-year-old. I mean, they have, and they don't even have to look. podcast at 38 years old. They have a top 10, in my opinion. Hey, man. Hey, man. They have a, hey, man. They have a top 10 head coaching candidate literally just on their staff right now, though. Jim Leonard. Yeah, JL. He should be the head coach. I'm surprised he hasn't taken a a new job. Anyway, Raiders. Uh, two and a half point favorites. We talked about that one. All right, Rams 49ers. I bet this game. I'm betting the 49ers. This This is Sunday night, Monday night. I'm sorry. We saving this one? Oh, you skipped Sunday night. The hell is Sunday night? It's Tampa and the Chiefs. Oh, remember they might play Minnesota, but probably not. How did I forget that? Did you know that Tom Brady defeated Patrick Mahomes in an AFC title game, but then Mahomes got his revenge? Beat Tom Brady. Wait. No, he lost to Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. When did Mahomes? Do you know that Tom Brady's first throw as a Michigan Wolverine was a pick six? <laughs> yeah, I saw that on social media yesterday. To a UCLA player. Did you know that UCLA on Friday, tonight actually, is one of my favorite picks? We are going to fade Washington. Did you know that Tom Brady plays with Asante Samuel Jr. and he used to play against Asante Samuel? UCLA plus three against Washington tonight at the crib. DTR rushing yards if you could find them. All right, who are you going with? That the Tom Brady Bitcoin commercials miraculously disappeared after the great Bitcoin crash of 22. I bet the Did under- you know fortune favors the bold? No, I didn't. 
I bet the under in this game, and I also bet the uh, Chiefs. Bet the Chiefs. I think Tampa Bay's beat up on the offensive line. Brady hates getting hit. I think the Chiefs' defense, not great, but I think it's a little underrated. Bunch of young dudes just flying to the ball. I think Mahomes in a bounce-back spot is a great bet. I think Mahomes wanting a little revenge from that Super Bowl where he had to run for his life is a good bet. And I know Mike, Mike Evans comes back, but, dude, Brady doesn't really have anybody right now. They got to get Chris Godwin back healthy. Julio Jones, is he ever going to be healthy? I'm probably on the wrong side. I like the Chiefs here, though. No, give me the Chiefs. Also, give me the Buccaneers to struggle, to have a lot of concerns about them throughout the season, to win their final three games of the year, to get red hot in the playoffs, and then go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I agree. How about Monday night, San Francisco, one-and-a-half-point favorites? I bet them. Narrative is Jimmy G sucks. Let's give him a week. Guy literally had shoulder surgery. Uh, Shanahan owns McVay. Uh, 49ers are at home. Everybody's writing them off already. Rams look pretty damn good. They got Ben Skoranek playing the fullback position. The play calling's actually been pretty solid for McVay the last two weeks. Perfect letdown spot for the Rams. Give me the 49ers to get right this week. I like them to win by a field goal in a good game. Low scoring game. I want to take the Rams. I see Matt Stafford throwing multiple interceptions though. I like that bet. I guess uh, my head says My head says you should take the Rams and fade me to try to make up some ground since you beat me last week. All right, I'll do that. You think it's too early to start drinking? I'd have to do a show tonight. What do you, what do you got a bottle of there? A little jam, a little red wine for, you know, you have a little steak, a little wine. See, if you never uh stop drinking, then it's never too early. Yeah. I'm probably going to drink pretty heavily on Saturday. That's a good college slate. It's like a good slate to just watch and not bet. And because of the hurricane, you get some Sunday morning games. And because of the hurricane, I hate to say this, got some low totals. Like, dude, I'm going to bet the hell out of this uh, Clemson game. The total's down to 39 and a half. What do they think? The hurricane's going to get three or four sacks? Like, NC State might hang 40 in that game. Clemson's defense is overrated. I hope NC State knocks them off. Wake Forest had them right where we wanted them. I love Sam Hartman, man. I wonder where Sam Hartman's going to get drafted. I wish the Packers drafted Sam Hartman rather than Jordan Love. Since Rodgers has like a couple years left now, that would have made more sense. So I'm taking the Rams. Okay. We move on then to the big one. The Packers return to Lambeau Field where they're nine and a half point favorites. This is actually, dude, I bet the quadruple clock of the week, 28 point win. Oh, well, I no, bet the be 36. I don't bet against the Packers, but it was 11 and a half. And I was like, ah, God, that's an overreaction to Mac Jones. I got to grab New England plus 11 and a half. This is only going to go down. And it has the nine and a half. Green Bay is going to win. Use them in my survivor pool. They better beat Brian Hoyer. I just feel like New England backdoors this or something crazy ends up happening. I don't, I don't know why. Just because everybody and their mother is going to bet the Packers. The public is going to love the Packers this weekend at home. They're going to win. I just don't know that they're going to do it by double digits. You would hope. Um, but yeah, man, I got to So against the spread, I'm taking the Patriots, but to win the game, I'm taking the Packers. So however you want to go about that. This is my Brett Favre game of the week. I'm going to take all the money I've raised for charity and bet the Packers in this game. Why? Because I think new, I'm not, I'm not betting Brian Hoyer. Well, you're not betting him to win. Yeah, but the Packers need a blowout here. You think that, but do they ever really blow anybody out? 
I don't know. I feel like last year I didn't really have to sweat during any games. I just always knew that they were going to win till the playoffs. Then I never feel good. We always feel yeah, good. Yeah, the like season Monday. doesn't start till the playoffs. The playoffs, playoffs. I only usually care. Like I feel really good like Monday, Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, this team's perfect going to the Super Bowl. And like Wednesday, I wake up and I'm like, ah, shit, we're gonna lose. And then like Thursday, it's just like full, full blown Friday or like you know Thursday, Friday. I'm like panicking. Like to drive home on Friday night, I pop in some Lil Wayne green and yellow and I fire myself up and I'm like, what are you freaking out about? Aaron Rodgers. Then Saturday I wake up and I'm like queasy and woozy and I want to throw up all over the place. Then Saturday night I watch a team not even score an offensive touchdown and win a playoff game with Jimmy Garoppolo as their starting quarterback when all we all Aaron Rodgers ever wanted was these games at home. And it's like we can't even win these games at home. We're never gonna well, win. Well, it's like Rodgers weekend that year, Friday. What is night? Like? You know, like why, night he why heard someone from ESPN was going to write an article, so he called him and stayed up late drinking scotch, saying stuff. Saturday, he tried to convince David Bakhtiari to play again, uh, and then on Sunday, he woke up and kind of went through the motions, and then forced it to Devontae, and they lost the game. Did he really try to convince Bakhtiari to play on Saturday? I missed that part of the story. I don't know, but I blame him for getting rehurt. I blame you that I can't get good Packers information when I want to place my bets because all the beat reporters have me blocked. Yeah, and again, I have no regrets on that. I block some of them, though. Like, the guys that provide me nothing, like your guy, Pete, I don't even – I think he's a teammate of mine. I probably shouldn't say that, but I blocked him. He's he's always just like – he's never like – he's always just like pooping on the stuff that I like, like Aaron Rodgers, you know? Well, I just don't like how if you if you were able to watch Schneidman and Domofsky tweet at each other, they're just tweeting each other like what they're wearing that day. And they're basically flirt tweeting with each other, which is fine, but also it's terrible. So Schneidman blocked you? Yeah. Why? I didn't know this. Oh, because I grinded on him too. Really? He blocked you? Yeah. I don't really have too many. You know who has me blocked? Matt Forte blocked me. Um, I don't know why. And then uh, that other guy blocked me. Um, Jordan uh, Schultz. Yeah, he has me blocked. Yeah, he blocked me too. And it's funny because people always retweet his crap, and I'm always like, hey, why can't I see this? And I'm like, oh, Schultz report. I wonder if he actually was – guy hits on one story every four years. I hope it wasn't this week. (laughs) Him and that guy in Tennessee that just – somebody comes to Tennessee and he's like, I hear Tom Brady is multiple sources have said that Tom Brady (laughs) is aware of the city of Nashville. (laughs) Oh God. He once watched the show, not only on ABC, but when it was canceled and then picked up by CMT. That's what I'm going to do this off season. I'm just going to say like sources tell me Jameis Winston in Florida has interest in joining the Hey, I need to get a Packer on the show to inflate my numbers. You should get, like, uh, Josiah DeGuara. Can't you give me your boy Steno? No, he's the OC now. He ain't going to come out here. Why not? That's not my boy anyway. That's my boy's boy. You want me to to text him and say, hey, could you get Stenovich on? You mean uh, Steno shooting shit. What about shooting, shooting the shit with Steno on Wednesdays? Yeah. I like that. You know who you should get? You should get like uh, uh, Lensley Pipkins or something, like a former. That's my guy. <laughs> you got to get like the most random former Packer possible. Adrian Clem, weekdays, Wednesdays. Think of some of the running backs, like the backup running backs. 
from like the last couple of years. Like here, I'll give you a good one right now. Let's 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 get you a Packer really quick before we end this. Podcast. Give me Eric Metcalf. Let's find you a little. Let's get you a Packer. All right, Ryan Grant. I've tried to have him. He big timed us for some reason. What about Corey Hall out of Boise State? Oh, Corey Hall, number thirty-five, Super Bowl champ. Brandon Jackson would be too good. John Coon already has a show, I hear. Um, what about what about Deshaun Wynn out of Florida? Forty-two. Maybe that sounds about. You are right. forty-two. Let's go back a little bit. We need to go a little bit farther back. Have you had Ellerson on yet? No, I gotta wait. What about? All right, hold on. Before what we about, go, is here. Keith Woodside still with us? No, Vontae Leach is. Ooh. What about Ben Taylor, former linebacker out of Virginia Tech? He was what about under- that guy that was in Seattle, the tight end, Colt Laguara or whatever? Quote. <laughs> Look, you're just making up names now. Ah, who is that weird guy? All right, all right, all right. We're done with the. Pick. Wait, no, no, we're not done yet. I got one more to throw your way. A couple more. All right, before we go, it's for the people you got to remember, man. Don't be so selfish. What about Quinn Johnson, former fullback out of LSU? He was 45 too. He was number, yes, he was. That's a good member. There, actually, let me, before we go, can I just throw members of the 2003 roster at you and just throw numbers and see if you could, how many players you could get right? I'll only do like five. Sure. All right. <laughs> Wait, you want names or players? Numbers or players? Give me the what player. You, what are you better with? Okay, the player, and you'll give me his number? Yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, let's start with this guy. I wonder what he's up to. Darren Sharper. Oh, 42. All right. Easy one for me to start. Let's go with um, Curtis Fuller, defensive back. That ain't a real guy. Yes, it is. He went to Texas Christian. Uh, I don't know, 35? Close, 29. Close. Right, close. <laughs> <laughs> Route into the nearest hundred. All right. Uh Gilbert Brown. 93. Hell yeah. Chad Clifton. 76. Najee Davenport. 44. Hell yeah. Now we're cooking. Now we gotta keep going. Uh Brett Favre. Jail. Robert Ferguson. 89. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're good, man. Bubba Franks. 88. Damn. Al Harris. 31. Um, Aaron Campman, 74. Damn. Yeah. I loved him, man. For a couple years. All right. Last one. TJ Slaughter. Isn't he on the team now? <laughs> it's like, isn't this guy on special teams? Isn't this guy going to be the one that I don't know, 26, 57, but that's close. I don't remember that guy. I'm not going to lie. I never heard of TJ Slaughter. Anyway, great show today, man. Way to bring it. Do you want to sign off? No, it's your show, but I will remind people that here's my team in the NL Central. Diehard Cub fan right here. Haven't watched a game in three months. Couldn't could name three guys on the team. If there's one more thing do you want to remind people of, uh, why don't you do that? Oh, I want to remind you that Golden Chicken and Hell's Corners delivery. Don't even have to leave the couch. Beautiful on a Saturday. You're watching college football. Maybe you had a few too many. And then catering 24-7. Not many places offer catering 24-7, but you know who does? The fine, fine folks over at Golden Chicken, 414-427-5500. Tell them Bart sent you. All right, uh, we'll talk to you maybe for sure next week, but maybe in an alley uh, on Sunday night. No, there's going to be nobody at my house on Sunday, thank God.
All right. See you, buddy. Peace. All right. So this is the continuation of the Friday show. And this is a little different. It might sound a little different because we are uh, going live on YouTube as well after the Marlins beat the Brewers four to two. Now, when I'm doing this podcast, I really love to pre-record things. But some nights there will be the reason to jump on and make sure that the content is as fresh as possible for you, the loyal listener. And so tonight we are going to just jump on YouTube again. If you're listening on the podcast on Friday, YouTube video last night, also try to have the Ryan Horvath picks portion of this podcast up on YouTube as well as those are going to be on YouTube every week. Thanks to our friends at Golden Chicken. But for tonight, we just wanted to talk a little bit about what has happened with the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, I've been done club man for a long time, and I'm you know, i still watching the games. I want, I want to make that very clear. I still am watching the games as much as I hate this team. Uh, I love the Brewers. I hate this team has been what I've been saying, but I'm still watching these games quite a bit. The problem has been that they've been stuck in this two-and-a-half-game back stretch for the longest time, and this whole time the season hasn't been fun, okay? Well, the Phillies, for whatever reason, they're dropping pop flies out at Wrigley Field. They're, 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 they're looking terrible. They're bringing the Brewers back into this thing, and now all of a sudden the Brewers have the chance to make something of it. And then tonight happens. Tim Shea was at the game until he left the game, uh, I give the exact moment you left the game. I would think it was when Avi Garcia hit the grand slam home run. And I do want to make sure on YouTube, this is not my home uh, for the YouTube audience. I'm just going to go to my normal basement setting. I think <laughs> I think that will be better. But uh, again, see, I'm in a basement and it's a dungeon. I'm going to go back to the home. So Tim, what was the crowd like? What, what, what was up there? Uh, let me interrupt my own question because I talked to this guy today after daycare and he was really pumped. He's like, I'm not giving up on this Brewer team and now I'm finally being rewarded. They're in a tie. The Phillies just lost. And then, and then now we gave it away. So the Phillies are trying to give it away to him and now we're giving it away. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I was back in the, we really have a chance to win this thing now. I really, I, I think Philadelphia is still dead in the water, but we don't look any better, do we? No. So who do the Phillies have? Do you know at the time? They, yeah, head? they have a doubleheader. So they move the doubleheader tomorrow against Washington. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, they have them for four. So two tomorrow, one Saturday, one Sunday. Again, we're doing a hybrid YouTube live, which is also going to be part of the podcast. So the doubleheader is Friday, which yes. is tomorrow, but it's also today. Yes, correct. I forgot about that. Yeah, so then the Brewers wrap it up today. against the Marlins and against the Diamondbacks. And now they're in a position again where I think, you know, just like it was a couple of nights ago, they did move the doubleheader. Tim's right about that because of the hurricane. They did move it. Um, but where we were at a couple nights ago, it was like the season was over. The season's been over multiple times in multiple different situations, and yet new life keeps getting given to the Brewers, and I think tonight was a perfect example of how they can't capitalize on it. They're up 2 nothing for most of the game. I'm thinking I'll call Tim and 
you know, I'll, I'll be like, all right. I mean, I'll walk it back, but then the Brewers do what they've done all year. It just seems like, and this is why this year has been so frustrating. Whether, I mean, pick, pick your poison with the Brewers, pick the concession prices, pick social media, pick the promotions, pick the front office, pick Mark, pick Dave, pick council, pick the players, pick the decisions, pick the the moves, the trades, everything they've done ends up backfiring on them and ends up being bad or the wrong decision. And tonight, I mean, I was all right with when Freddie came in there at the time, but that ended up not working out either. So it was quite a disaster. Well, it, it started to work out, but it just it backfired in the end. And council was a little uh, little late to start the bullpen too. Once he walked that second guy, I would have gotten someone maybe warming up. Then he walked the next guy in four pitches, and then you know the rest. So, and it's Avi Garcia out of Avi all Garcia, guys. and I opened my fat mouth. You said right it, not me. That, and I said, "Oh, he's having a great year. He's bat like two hundred eight with seven home runs." Don't you think if you're like. If you're Avi Garcia at that moment, come on, man. What are you playing for? And he knows these he knows these guys, though. That's the thing. He knows these pitchers. <laughs> I'm at the I'm at the, I'm at the point of the season where I, I'm not even mad at the Brewers. I think that Avi Garcia should have just struck out on purpose. Right? Ugh, just I don't know. I don't know what to think. I'm gonna go to tomorrow's game. They'll probably at that point, we I mean Double header should be over. Is this YouTube common true? Luis says, I was sitting next to Timmy when he said that about Avi, and I almost beat the shit out of him. He, he did hit me like four times. <laughs> <laughs> he blamed me. He's like, this is all your fault. Punch, 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 punch. Oh, my good God. But good God. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how many times, how many, how many more lives are the Brewers going to get? Probably a few because Philadelphia doesn't want to win either. Well, I just want to know, like, I, I the theory that I'm really coming up strong with and really, it is a little nuanced, so it's hard to tweet, and, and it's even hard to explain a little bit, is I think one of the other reasons this year sucks so much is because the expectations have been so high. This is a team that's committed to winning 89 games, getting in and seeing what happens. And this year, we thought NL Central. I thought NL Central wire to wire. There are expectations because that crowd tonight, I mean, it doesn't look like a pennant race. If you're bad for a couple of years, then it looks like, a. you know, that I think that a team, I think that a team, if, if, if you're going to tell me in the next 10 years that the Brewers are going to have real legitimate shots at a World Series and like be in a World Series and then also have three or four years where they're bad or have 10 years where they have bites at the apple, I'm going to take the other one. I think you make more money in my way. And also it reignites the fan base. It gets us excited about prospects. It gets us excited about what's to come and excited about the future. I think that there needs to be some sort of ebb and flow with this team. You can't have highs without the low. And right now they're at such a medium that when they don't even beat the medium, it's just pure like, like I hate this season. I want it to end. The season has been God awful. It's been not fun. I don't like being the one that comes on here and, does a little basement podcast on a YouTube striving for please don't forget about me attention because the Brewers are bad. I wanted to come on after a win tonight. I swear to you, I did. 
I wanted to come on after a win and and do the same setup. This was the plan all along for me and Tim tonight. I wanted to do I got to go back to the basement because too many people think this is my house, even though it's bright <laughs> in the YouTube video. This go, is definitely, go, go. Can you play us a song on your piano? This is I do have a uh, did you see the piano? Well, in the background. Oh, I do have a keyboard. Do you have a keyboard? OK. Yeah. A Casio keyboard from 1993 Okay, uh, that, that plays Rick Astley. Together forever as the uh, intro. I'll, I'll bring that next week when I talk to you because I'm trying to learn some Knights Gordon Bay popcorn songs and Scrub It Up songs on it. But that's for another day. Um, I, just got, I just got a text message asking if you are taking a phone call today. Phone calls right now. Oh, I could. It's from Cone Roller. He just he texted me and said, is Bart taking phone calls? Yeah, I do have a phone number to call. Um, I am watching the football game on my <laughs> phone which by the way the dolphins are in deep trouble for Tua. they're they were winning yeah they are yeah they're they're in big trouble big time uh all right so where do we go from here timmy i don't know i guess we try again tomorrow right i mean tomorrow you could make up you could make up technically a game and a half right if philly loses both and we can somehow win now we are going against uh, Sandy Alcantara. He's in the hunt for the Cy Young and a lefty. So it's going to be tough, but you just got you just got to keep you know you just twenty four hours twenty four hours. Remember we were all down on Tuesday and then yesterday the Brewers won and we got it within a half a game and so I don't know. But at some point, like. Because I think I feel like if they make the playoffs, they have a chance to win a series against St. Louis. If somehow you can get your yeah, they can win that series. They can, especially with that pitching. So that's like, and then whatever happens after that, if it's the Mets, if it's the Dodgers, yeah, it won't look good. But I got cone roller calling. Oh, okay. He'll he'll probably say he wants to give up on the Brewers. Cone. Cone, you're live. I am so ready for this season to be over. I've been out on the Brewers like the last month. And it's kind of like that thing with, you know, when your dog, your old dog's getting sick, you almost just have to put it down. And that's where I'm at with the season. I think that's where the Phillies are at too. So fuck it. Why why can't the Cubs be the fifth wild card spot at this point? Yeah, it's like the dog's coughing and it's like he dies. And then the next day he's running around the yard like he did when he was three. And you're like, honey, we're going to save the dog. And then the next night, Avi Garcia hits a grand slam. Yep. And Avi Garcia is your dick neighbor that's seen the dog poison. Yeah. I mean, Avi Garcia is like, <laughs> he's always hated that dog, so he's feeding him chocolate. Come here. Come here, boy. Yep. Come here, boy. Hey, hey I tell you, that's what I would be doing if I was uh, Andrew Wagner's neighbor. All right. <laughs> Cone, I love you, bud. I love you, Bart. See ya. Am I? Okay, bye. Oh, you want to talk more? I'm I'm probably going to wrap it up soon. Well, I'm, well, I hope in more than one way that you want another kid. But um, do you think that the, or the Dolphins are going to be, like, under lawsuits for this Tua thing? Well, it depends. I mean, is he never going to play again? That a lot of people are. 
and the TNF halftime tonight was like pretending he never was ever hurt before. Yeah. I did see that. I like their coverage though. I thought they were pretty. What was up with Ryan Fitzpatrick was like, I'm sad. And then the, whoever the woman is like consoled him with a shoulder rub. I know that was very nice to see. (laughs) Um, Only on Thursday nights on Amazon. Oh yeah. I had trouble finding this game. Well, I had it on my phone and now you're on my phone. So I'm going to hang up so I can watch the end. All right. Bye, Bart. Love you. See you, Cohen. Love you. All right, Cone Roller. Shout out to MGM Motion Blur, who just subscribed to the YouTube channel. There we go. Which I did clean up a little bit tonight. I, I organized into some playlists. So okay. it may not be working, but I am hard at work. That so what do you think? Well, <laughs> I've been in the Dunn Club forever. I know. We said I don't half- think they're making the I mean, on one hand, I don't think they're making the playoffs. On the other hand, if there was ever going to be a loser team to make the playoffs, it'd be this one. If Philly loses both games tomorrow. Today. Today. You're right. Sorry. Friday. They, it got moved to today, the doubleheader, because of the. Let's say Friday. If they lose on Friday, the Brewers have to win tonight, right? Like, it's. Do you it's, think Council mismanaged the game with Freddie? I don't think so. Uh, maybe no, I don't. I thought I thought with if before Freddie getting into trouble and my buddy who was with me actually I thought I thought they'd use Devin Williams in the ninth and have Freddie go two. My buddy goes, I think Freddie goes three. Pitches all three innings and then then he got into some trouble there in that seventh inning, but well, Brewers suck. We're going to be live again on uh, Sunday. Are you going to join me on that one? Yeah. We can talk Packers. We can check in on where the Brewers are at, too. It could be uh, It could be up. It could be down. Who knows? I don't know. Shout I just said Caitlin, who just subscribed. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore with this team. Just part of me wants to say just get this season over with. The season has to end. Part of me is like. They have a chance to make it. They have a chance to win in the playoffs. Is it wrong as a Brewers fan that I don't want, if there's ever going to be a Brewer team to win a World Series, I don't want it to be this one. Does that make, like that, that's, a, that's a bad take by me. Yeah, why? Because I don't like this team. Yeah. They don't deserve it. All they got to do is just catch, get on fire for two weeks. That's it. Just catch fire. I don't want Rick Schlesinger to get a ring. <laughs> I agree with that one. I want his job. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? The Brewers do have a job open for community manager relations person. I saw, I saw that. Yeah, I did not apply. Okay. I saved them the trouble of hitting one more delete stroke in their emails. I even wore my lucky brewer shirt tonight. Yeah. How was the crowd though? Low? Yeah, they announced 28, 26. And And I'm telling you, if the brewers were bad for a while and there were lower expectations, it would have been packed. Take and they'd away be making 10... money hand over fist right now. 
take away 10,000 10,000 from that, maybe 16, 15. Maybe I'm being nice there too. But right. yeah. it's it's a school night, you know, it's it's a Thursday night. Wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's high school football. Oh, you are right. You are right. Wait till Sunday. Fan appreciation weekend all weekend. They Packers are appre- they are appreciating you, Bart. Packers play and the Blackhawks have a home game downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, Blackhawks. Don't get me started with that. I have to make sure my I have a parking spot on Sunday because there's going to be 16,000 Blackhawk fans in my neighborhood. All right. Um, we will continue to jump on live here from time to time. Bart Winkler Show podcast, Google, Apple, Spotify, and more. This will be the tail end of it. So thank you for listening. Uh, you really listen. This is a, might be our longest podcast yet if you were listening. YouTube video a little shorter, but uh, you want to keep it short and sweet and make you want more. Always want more. Go Brewers. Go Badgers. Go Packers. I don't know. What do you like? You like your boy Bielema this weekend? Seven point favorites. Seven. Uh, yeah, go Badgers. Badgers by, I don't know. Whatever. Are you going? No. The parental units are going. Oh, my parental units had their home jacked up by hurricanes. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. My sister lives down in Tampa. So. Hmm. Who did more destruction to my family this week? <laughs> Hurricane Ian or Avi Garcia? Right now, it, it might be a tie. All right, Tim, love you. Love you, Bart. Thanks, everybody. Like and subscribe.